Hello and welcome to BG Podcast, episode 239. This is AJ and joining me is Associate Hannah Garcia. Hello, everybody. So we're doing a little something different today. We're recording this episode on Monday, February 26th. Um, we'll still be doing a recap of the prior week, but we thought it'd be helpful to include the wet news that happens over the weekend, if any, just to cap, as what's happened, <laughs> we've seen a lot of... Uh, in recent months, a lot of late news dropping on Friday evenings. We thought it would be better to encapsulate the whole weekend in that vein. And so we'll be still continuing our weekly reviews the prior weeks, but also discussing what's upcoming um, on the council agenda and other matters. And so with that, um, big news last week, we had the nixing of the city of Austin's proposed $2 million contract with McKinsey & Co. Um, uh, regarding a homelessness study or an audit, right? And so um, this had been... Had got a lot of you'd seen a little bit of heartburn from some other entities that were involved that would have proposed to be involved with it. It was a city of Austin led initiative, but the bill, the two million dollar contract, was going to be um, I, I, or proposed to be split between the city of Austin, Travis County, Central Health, and I believe Integral, Integral Care. Yes. So um, obviously, I think those entities uh, essentially didn't agree with that. And um, as much um, as was said in City Manager Garza's uh, memo last week, we handed your thoughts on that. Um, I think the the writing was kind of on the wall in this. I think initially, as soon as we saw that the partners were not going to pay for it and, you know, cough up that well, however it's much. It's kind of a yeah, very telling yeah, sign. Yeah, and so I think I think the there was less of an issue with the idea of studying what was happening and how they could do better and more of an issue with the price tag of just the city of Austin. I think the other partners, based off of what they've said in the news and based off of their actions, felt like they were this. They were kind of being forced to pay for this mm-hmm. um, when they didn't necessarily sign up for that. And I think it just goes to the fact that you know every single body wants to feel like they have agency over themselves and they're making their own decisions, um, or they're playing on a team and they have a role in making those own decisions. And they they didn't really get to do that this time. So I think. It, you know, kind of the headlines that we saw where this was signaling poor cooperation among the partners. Um, and that's exactly right. I think that's a great, you know, one-liner for what happened. Um, we also saw responses from uh, the council members who I think were a little bit more... Um, pointed? Pointed, yeah. They were they they really had some things to say about this. You know, we saw from council member Kadri, he referred to McKenzie as an overpaid consulting firm. And I think that's... Mm-hmm. And these were his words in, on yeah. X or Twitter. Yes, yes. And that's... I won't say he's the first person I've heard say that. You know, that's a, a, I think, a sentiment among certain people about, you know, consulting firms like McKinsey. But um, I think McKinsey was less of the issue, and the issue was more just poor cooperation among mm-hmm. partners. Yeah, I mean, I think, again, right, it's, it's a, as as those who are council watchers and city, of, city hall watchers, rather, know, home, the homelessness issue is right up there with affordable housing or housing policy in Austin. And the... The issue itself, I think, I believe people can get their head around. It's how do we get folks into permanent homes? The how of that, and there are, I mean, multiple agencies handling parts of this work, both on the you know the government side and on the nonprofit side as well. And I think you know, uh, Commission, uh, Travis County Commissioner Ann Kitchen, prior, sorry, Travis County <laughs> Commissioner Ann Howard, <laughs> Ann Howard, uh, prior to being elected commissioner. Um, was was a, a ED or CEO of Echo, which is a you know a prominent uh, homelessness support group in, in town. And by the way, side note: Ann Kitchen, a former council member, is the board director of of Central Health. 
So that's a bit, sorry for the mix up there, but that's okay. what it is. Commissioner Howard, that was a former former leader of Echo, and I, you know I think it's like it's you it's a complex issue, and there are multiple parties, stakeholders involved in this that each I have an agency have agency around this. Um, same way with affordable housing, we all agree housing is expensive in Austin, but there are within the, on the council dais, right? Various opinions about how that should be tackled. That's been that way for several cycles now. So, you know, um, I, I think I, my, my hope, personal hope, you know, is in yours too, as Austin, hope yours as well as in Austin, is that something moves forward and what in some form, right? And I think it will, this wasn't the vehicle for it, but something hopefully continues, you know, you and I, we went, we attended this talk at the LBJ school, UT LBJ school that, um, interim city manager Garza spoke at and you know he had he expressed his opinions about um, kind of the need like this study would have been overall an essentially an audit of what's been done yeah right and then I can't quote the exact amount he had he had cited but in the past you know several years and several millions of dollars have been spent toward this and the homeless population overall still has increased Mm -hmm. so there is an issue right and something needs to happen things are happening but you know, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see it getting any better anytime soon until some coordination happens yeah, here. So but there, there was a, a study released. I can't remember what this release was, but it showed that rent did go down in Austin. It did, yeah. So, and that know, was that that, that was uh, going into this year. Yeah. So there's there's some hope, I think, but um, obviously there's this is a multifaceted issue where a lot of things have to be done to even begin to to, mm-hmm. to crack that. Very complex. I mean, it's both simple and complex yes, to a degree. Yes. So. More to come on that. And then going into this week, we have Austin City Council is uh, up for regular session on Thursday. They have a work session, work, start, work session tomorrow that on Tuesday. Um, Thursday, you know, pretty packed agenda, 120, 102 items on the on the note. Um, anything um, of interest? Well, I think the, the biggest thing we may see some, some public communication and um, uh, testimony about is going to be the replacement for VMU2. Um, if you if you recall, VMU two was um, overturned by a court recently um, due to the um, the notice process of you mm-hmm. know um, notifying neighbors and um, property owners who live around the properties that we affected. And what VMU two was going to do was it was essentially a density bonus, um, allowing uh, granting thirty feet above that base zone with a cap of ninety feet, so just taller. And the whole idea is you know you get these vertical mixed use buildings. Um, and we, you know, mixed use buildings, I think are great because you've got that, that ground floor level of, you know, whether it be a coffee shop, um, you know, all kinds of shops, workouts, whatever you want to get coupled with housing. Mm-hmm. And so just really trying to integrate all that good stuff. And so this will be a replacement and it's not as I think, um, I think it's going to be a little bit more cumbersome for those who are trying to build these huge residential buildings just because they still will have to go through the zoning process now with this. Um, before it was an administrative kind of add-on, and now, um, just with with the way the court struck it down, um, it is now they still have to go through a zoning process. Mm-hmm. And so, um, we'll see. I think in the next couple of months after this is potentially um, enacted, if developers actually use it, or if it's just kind of like, you know, um, something that they use few and far between. You know, it's not really incentivizing them to do anything because they still have to pay for that rezoning process and mm-hmm. go through that. With, which I think, um, you know, we've seen the testimony on rezonings. Um, it can get pretty dicey. And I think, you know, whether or not you know you're going to get that property rezoned, 
um, it's still, you know, a lot that'll maybe make you go gray faster. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or lose your hair. Too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, and so that was one of, one of uh, two other uh, uh, past uh, council ordinances, resolution, ordinances, right, it's what land use, land use ordinances that had, was passed by the prior council and was struck down. And so I think we're here, we've heard as well that there's other two, I can't remember they were off the top of my head, but there's talk of those also coming back in a different, in a, in a form. Yeah, residential and commercial compatibility on the corridors. I believe that's the only other two. Mm-hmm. So more to, more to come on those. Yes, yes. I b- believe in the, the next couple of months, you know, right after, I think South By, or South By is really going to make March a, a hard month to really uh, get anything done in, mm-hmm. just because, you know, not only do you have all these events that are policy related, but um, there's going to likely be some, you know, kinks that the council members and mayor will have to kind of sort out on the fly. Or get things done, too. Yes, exactly. I mean, council, I think they're meeting, so the council agenda as well for the following week of March, for March 6th, I think that there is, the first Thursday of March is already up. It is? I haven't looked at it yet, but I mean, obviously they can still add to it, right? Yeah, I mean, and that's the first thing I read when I get up in the morning. That, <laughs> that, or actually the first thing I read is the Austin Monitor, shout out to them. Um, oh my gosh, but, it is. Uh-huh, but also uh, council message board. And so we'll have links to both this week's council agenda as well as next week's in there. But um, council has two meetings in March, and I can believe we're already closing in on March, end of the quarter. But we have, I think they have a meeting the first week of March, and then one the second or third week of March as well. And so kind of book into a South by, you know, they have, we have, may have South by, South by, we have South by and also spring break for those with children or, or in college or students. And so, um, I, I think historically it's, it's been dynamic. I think because I would frame it this way, what we've seen this past year with our current council, the policy, I didn't, I think time to thought things would be slow, things were moving. So yes. I can't really tell you what, I mean, I think this, we have a very active council. I don't see South by necessarily slowing things down. Right. So, but we shall see. Any predictions on, on uh, when this meet, council meeting will uh, conclude on Thursday? Um, 102 items. I mean, I think they're going to be done by like four. Before? Well, I think they'll be done with the regular agenda before noon. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be done with zoning by like four. Yeah, I'll go 4:30. Okay. We'll keep we'll keep you all apprised uh, next Monday about how how that goes. And uh, um, anything else uh, of note? Um. Oh, on the this next agenda, the council is giving a lot of reimbursements for uh, solar panels. Oh yeah, uh, and so um, that's pretty good to see them once again. You know, as they're they're talking about doing a climate investment, they're really they're really um, walking the walk as they're talking. So it's a uh, very cool to see the um, investment that they're using to um, you know reimburse a lot of these entities that are putting up solar panels. Mm-hmm. On the personal front, I want to get some news. I've already signed up for next year's Austin Marathon. I think we talked about. <laughs> I think we talked about it on the last show, but we, Hannah and I both participated this this year. This is my second marathon, and Hannah it was your first half marathon, yes, correct? Yes. Um, How you feeling after a week out? I feel pretty good. My my blisters have finally healed. Um, I probably do need to see a doctor. I'm really honest. <laughs> I think that's covered in your insurance. Yes. You check it out. Some things are popping, and I don't know what is popping, but I don't think. Yeah, it's a you're good not sign. even close to to thirty. You should definitely get that checked <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah. So um, I haven't signed up yet. But I, I've got the bug to mm-hmm. run a marathon, so do it. Now, do it now before you lose the nerve. And then, yeah, uh, yeah I've already created the being group team. Being group team, it's open, open link this time. So, uh, 
yeah, so, you know, I'll be, I'm already committed to the marathon, Hannah, no pressure on you, that's not related at all to your job, so uh, you choose do what you want to do. He says this, he says <laughs> this. <laughs> I'm like, look, you're going to do this, it's part of, this part of the program. Um, with that, though, y'all have a great week, hopefully we get a little uh, break from the warm weather we had this weekend, because we're still in winter. Yes. I actually really liked it. The, the sun was very needed. It was much needed. It was nice, but it makes me think, if it's like this now, and we're getting, we're in February, how's it going to be the summer? And you know, I mean, I say that rhetorically, because I know it's going to be above 100 yeah. plus for several weeks, but has like the, ver the how severe will it be on yeah. like a, on a scale of, I don't know, uh, Scorch to Hades? True, true, true. We shall see, though. We shall all see. Anyway, y'all have a great week, and we'll see you, uh, talk to you uh, next week. Bye, everybody.